Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 83, Turmoil and Strife. Welcome back, folks, to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by World 20, Bionic Fan, and viewers like you. Uh, thank you very much to our supporters who support us monetarily and who subscribe, and all you folks who are here on a Friday night and hanging out with us, which is really cool. Uh, hope you've had spending a spending Valentine's Day with us. Spending mm-hmm. Valentine's Day with us, and hopefully, if you're hanging out, well, never mind. I'm not going to with go your there, one but, true love, yeah, hubris, <laughs> uh, and mage. Um, and hopefully, you do something interesting for Valentine's, even if it's just you hanging out and loving yourself. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> moving right along. In, in any sense <laughs> of that phrase. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so, yeah, and yeah, Yikea. special support to our patrons who support us monetarily. Thomas, Sinna, Sebastian, Schmitty, Ryan, Roiviscrad, Puppeteer, Perry, Other Michael, Nova, Moku, Michael, Melissa, Catfeathers, Josh, John, James, Giovanni, Emil, Doc, Brandon, Bernie, Badur, Alexander, Alan, Michael, and Adam. Thank you guys uh, for your support. Um, trying to jump in because we're going to make this one longer than the first one uh, and cover more stuff. We'll see. Uh, so yes, when we last left the cabal, uh, weird had made a discovery about the tear and the other realm and astral realms. And, and it ticked off a big life goal for her awakening. Like, yeah. From her awakened life. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Atratus back at the puck building has a big stone tablet and that she's probably started to transcribe some stuff on. Uh, and Songbird got to flex them imbuement muscles and imbued a cane and a gun. A gun. He's, very, he's very sad about the gun. No. Um, which, by the way, you don't uh, get the little fiddly parts. <laughs> too many, too many me- mechanisms. Where the punch? Uh, which actually, Clumsy and random. Yeah, it's a, a you know. An inelegant weapon. Um, a telekinetic strike does exactly what for um, Titus? Because I, I, you and I had talked about it, but we hadn't actually. It is. Uh, so it'll enhance the gun firing. Like firing is the mechanism to trigger the spell. And also is like the gun is how you aim the spell because it's not a sensory range spell. Okay. So like you have to hit them with the gun and then the bullet will do more damage. Uh, it was a. I think potency down, I think. seven I and inflicted the stunned tilt. To help so, him get away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it packs a wallop. That's a one shot, if I remember correctly. Hmm? Like the because it's it's only got enough mana to fire it. It has once. five capacity. Okay. Cool. It costs one mana to click. So yeah. does it come full? Mm-hmm. Or does he have to like I believe it comes I think Actually, I think when he makes it, he can decide to put the mana yeah. in or if it's just, you know, it's got the one and he's got to fill it up later. But considering so, he's a sleepwalker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't have their own mana pool, right? Nope. How does it get replenished? Songbird help can, him. Yeah, Songbird can help okay. him. Or, With uh, a thought. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and Songbird, uh, it, it's also one of those things that in my head, you leave it in a hollow mm-hmm. and, you know. Charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a USB cord plugged into a gun. <laughs> just like you've, we've got, we've got our bananas, or as somebody mentioned, menangos, um, and uh, then the gun, <laughs> just recharging. Uh, and then yes, they were summoned. Well, not summoned. They had an appointment uh, at a church uh, cathedral 
Um, and so we pick up with the entire rookery cabal, who I kind of imagine kind of in a flying V kind of formation, everybody behind Songbird. Uh, <laughs> and uh, including Titus. Shield that and, guards the realms of the rookery. Yeah. Uh, Titus and Network, the once formerly, well, still is kind of Jimmy Smalls Patinko, um, as um, the hierarch flanked by his uh, counselors, everybody sitting at the table. So the six of them to the five of them, and it's, it's an even match, sort of. Um, and yeah, the hierarch kind of leans forward and says, so what is this about you have found El Dorado? Because leans over and kind of looks over at Hiza and says, you know, there's you know things that I've heard already, but from your own mouths. Um, and the uh, Hadromio kind of casts um that doesn't kind of does cast pierce deception um and kind of looks mm-hmm. radical exactly that we found El Dorado. an ancient enclave of mages that sought to create a successor to atlantis became a failed colony and there is a single remnant of one of their mages there to guard. It's... I don't think it's a remnant of a mage. I think it was their attempt at creating a sentient being. Its soul wasn't a normal soul. It was like made. Like, I know we can't make souls, but I think they did. They made something akin to yeah, a soul. like yeah, a prototype Because they, they were thing. soulless, right? Yeah. Well, the no, constructs the the were soulless. Yeah. But the, the Keeper had something like a soul. Yeah. It was definitely not an actual human soul. I'm, I, I would imagine that, especially because she has it as a legacy attainment, you know, doing the soul marks, you were like, this is gross. This is this is not a human soul. Not right. Yeah. yeah. But it is doing the job of a soul. Yep. It's Anyways, some, all some of this providing is animus for the body, right? Basically. All of this is hidden behind trials, dangers, and uh the entrance itself is veiled by uh spells stemming from an archmage. Yeah, and all six of them kinda have a lean back and you know this is an archmage for sure mm-hmm. it was the same we investigated on our grimoires yeah no yeah. well, not everyone knows about our grimoires uh, do they know mm-hmm. okay it's not in public we were coached to not make it public okay i thought uh, the council I can... in general knew about that and also about the trials the, they're constructed in such a way that even a group going through must face them individually. Uh, I mean, I could recreate this Archmage's Nimbus, but just my sheer ability to actually tell you that it is this inside the space, you can tell I'm not lying. Right. Uh, I mean, Hadromiel is nodding because he's the one with the Pierce Deception. Mm-hmm. And they, so did we have interactions with the Archmage? Were they... By active? proxy only. Okay. There were, um, no. And there were no mages there. 
and had been a long time since one had been there. Okay. Um, and besides the historical, uh, yeah, the Hierarch kind of rolls his eyes at it. The, besides the historical significance of finding Eldorado, uh, he's made mention of a vast armory, depository, uh, treasury, treasury. treasury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one. There were things I, wouldn't know. There that, I didn't get to go in. There were things in there that were weapons and armor, but a lot of things that weren't. Yeah, there was a quite a significant collection of like grimoires and other kind of useful items. Um, and so a treasure vault, essentially. Hyrax mm-hmm. says, to be blunt, I understand that you don't want the Concilium to have access to this treasure vault. I would don't want the Concilium to have unrestricted access to the treasure vault. Because it is dangerous to get there. Um, we also don't know what's in it. Um, and whoever, if you pass the trials, you may remove one item and one, one item thing. Only. So it's difficult and dangerous to get to. Um, you can very easily get eaten by all sorts of horrible beasts in the jungle. Um, And again, we don't know what's in there. Just giving free access to what could be incredibly powerful and dangerous things is not smart. Okay. Um, so we send only skill. And the hierarch kind of like interrupts himself and says, okay, there's a treasure vault. You were saying that only one item can be taken each. So you have no interest in, you know, holding this unless and kind of looks over to network uh, and says, unless you are trying to, you know, strengthen it with, you know, for your own cabal, is there a reason you are against sharing this with a concilium? I just don't want people flooding it, putting themselves in danger and taking out no one knows what. It is a limited resource that should be managed. Okay, so the keeper did caution us against just letting everyone come in willy nilly because again we don't know. Pip kind of leans forward and says, "No, no, we understand the idea of dangerous weapons being held." Moonkeeper is nodding alongside and says, "Um." It should be restricted, but, you know, there's no reason not to send, you know, worthy and, you know, uh, knowledgeable uh, mages in to collect things. If you all pass the trials, uh, not to say that they would be simple, but, you know, we we would not send somebody like uh, I think she calls him James uh, <laughs> and <laughs> never mind. Uh, it's network. But- Oh, network. Um, You know, I don't suggest we send folks like network in, but, you know, the counselors, you know, the hierarch, you know, know, do you have 
problems sharing that information with us. Uh, and the hierarchy kind of like, there will not be, a, it's not a matter of sharing. This is something that the concilium and therefore this council should manage. Okay, I mean, we are at like and the silence stretches <laughs> uncomfortably. <laughs> okay, because I mean, is you know where it is? We can't. Are we gonna stop you? Like, no. But I would prefer that this be a amicable and you know courteous exchange of information, because while we know it is in the Yucatan, he's a not. Um, you know, its exact location and access to it. Um, and, you know, he's a, uh, you know, as we've been looking in at it, um, scrying on watching it. Uh, no other people have entered, but currently it is your discovery. It is mm-hmm. your information. And while we could take it and utilize it and, you know, potentially even open a portal to it now. It is yours. So if you are willing to cede control over it, then we will, you know, begin the process of, you know, sending those worthy into it. What defines worthy? And the hierarchy kind of, you know, I think that will be for, you know, myself and the counselors to determine. But, you know, those who have contributed to the concilium, those who have proven their uh, knowledge and capability, their uh, archaeological maturity. Their allegiance. To the concilium, of course. <sighs> Well, seeing as two of the council is also part of my order, they'll also probably already know this, but I have, outside of mage politics, I do not think it is right for us to pillage this place on a basis of a long-standing history of colonial extortion of the area. The hierarchy. Barry obviously rolls his eyes. It is a mage thing. It belongs to mages. An then idea it belongs also there are mages there to the mages of the area. So you would prefer to leave this to what the local Mysterium Caucus, the the Sensorium that's there. They have no interest in it. Nobody else is using Sensorium it. Doesn't care about this. Yeah. Who would you rather cede control to then? That is my point. Like, nobody else is using it. Nobody even apparently knows that it is there. I think the point John was trying to raise is that that's a worthy conversation to have rather than just deciding it for ourselves or yourselves. They don't. They haven't shown any interest in it because they don't know what's beyond that portal. No one really knows there's a portal, do they? 
Well, there was an iris that got us through there, right? Right, but that's it was covered up and hidden, mm-hmm. so like you would yeah. have to go looking for it. Yeah, we only mm-hmm. found it because we were looking for it. We knew it was there. So the hierarch kind of leans back uh, and says, so... And kind of looks pointedly kind of at, like, Atratus and says, so we reach out to the local Mysterium there, let them know what they're sitting on, and then bargain with them. And kind of looks over to Songbird. Does that seem fair to you? At Songbird? I, you use the word seed control, and that is not my goal. So what is your goal? The goal is to, seeing as we are, we, the Rookery, are part of a Mysterium Cabal, and look like pointedly at Hiza. Mm-hmm. We should be seeking to uh, reduce Pancryptia, should we not? Correct. But if no sleepers are involved. Sure. But that is not the only way that magic hides itself away. Out of character. <laughs> where, 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 are you, where are you going with that? Uh, it's just, it should be a joint. In Songbird's eyes, it should be a joint venture. Mm-hmm. It oh, should with not the, be. Like Mexican local. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, so, uh, that, uh, the Concilium should be making efforts to share it with mages that are of. Descent. Right. Of my end descent. Because to get in, you have to be my end. Mm-hmm. It's clearly yeah. for them. Right. Just uh, because we can do some magic and change right. our physiology. Like there, there is zero difference in Songbird's mind between all of the stolen artifacts in the British Museum and what the Concilium would be doing with all right. of these yeah. relics and yeah. stuff. The, the fact that you hadn't brought up the the Mayan entrance thing was, I was like, are yeah. we going to get there? Okay. Um, but yeah, it so. is, that's, it was made for them. Gotcha. Yeah. So to kind of put words in your mouth, uh, the idea is like the entrance is guarded and locked behind something that keeps, that keeps it hidden. And well, besides it being hidden, it's only accessible by those who are of Mayan descent. And because of that, bypassing that lock kind of, is a big middle finger to those who built El Dorado. Yeah. Does that sound mm-hmm. about right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It felt guys... wrong even when I did it. So right. Honestly, uh, my biggest concern is still keep it safe. Right. Like. Um, so um, I don't care who ends up uh, being taking the lead on the roll, um, but go ahead and um, and if you guys, if anybody wants to assist, go ahead and call it out now. But I'll uh, I'll take the lead. Okay. Yeah, and persuasion it, three. Yeah, pr- presence plus persuasion. You guys aren't trying to be sneaky about anything, and so yeah, there, and multiple people can assist because yeah, I mean, while well, Weird has been quiet, I, I know Weird has strong feelings about. Just it. jumped in and added a few mm-hmm. pointed things. Yeah. yeah, and I've got something to add once we sort of sort this particular question out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, presence plus persuasion. Weird has got six dice and adds four successes. <laughs> one. Ash rolls right. six and gets one. So I'm um, rolling thirteen dice. Um, minus five. How? Minus because I have eight base. Mm-hmm. What? 
I have person. I have persuasion five. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So He's minus a, five. Yes, because effectively your you're uh, because all the counselors are basically yeah. on. Well, minus a draw mail. Well, a draw yeah. mail probably even still wants it, but uh, yeah, you're convincing them as a group. I'm gonna use a willpower. Okay. Which you still have that spell running, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. Wait, hang on. How do we? Eleven. Oh, well, never mind. Fucking modifiers. Uh, actually, it's going to be your. It'll be just plus three because you're adding yeah. power. And I, I, every time I roll an actual stat, I enter the spell. Pool. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah, two successes. Um. So yeah, with your. That's fucking horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah weird rolls six dice gets four successes songbird rolls 11 gets two 11 <laughs> um but so they they kind of nod and begrudgingly admit that the least we can do is yes um you know especially bypassing the you know kind of key of you know being of mind descent the least we can do is at least reach out to them let it be known and um because it opens for someone of Mayan descent. Uh, you guys didn't experiment with it too much, but you just needed one person there for it mm. to open. Uh, True. And so, yeah. Uh, but I don't know that. Therefore, yeah. I can't lie about it. Right. And and that's fine. I'm just, you know, giving you guys a little bit of knowledge. Uh, so, Hydrami, uh, no. Pip uh, suggests that, okay, we will reach out to the local Mysterium We'll let them know what they're sitting on. Um, I know the sensorium is close, but they may have others who want to set up shop around mm -hmm. it, guard it, and document everything that comes out. Um, that will add to the global knowledge. And then if something comes out that is dangerous, um, we can, well, they can take it from them if necessary. And if it's really bad, we will give it to the Guardians. Uh, Regarding that, yes. you have no idea what's inside that hoard. Mm -hmm. um, so I would suggest that anything that comes out of there be examined thoroughly by the Mysterium or the Guardians to determine if it poses a danger. The, that's, I mean, out mm -hmm. of character, that's what... That's what, that's, that's that's what she said. Yeah. yeah, that's what mm -hmm. she was suggesting. But actually, uh, especially since you've restated and I'm hearing the thing back, uh, she actually says, actually, that may be a reason to get the sensorium involved. Um, because if they're there locally, they can at least have a representative studying it. And and the, the rest of the council kind of nod and go, okay, very well. Um, at least at this time, it's only us who know about it. So even if the local Mysterium opens it up to their entire caucus and the local area will at least be involved in sharing in the discussion. Um, There's another matter as well. If we're going to start sending a parade of people through this thing, it's going to get noticed. So we should yes. probably prepare to defend it as well. Yeah. Uh, and and Mo Moonkeeper and Pip are like, yeah, we're yeah we got that part yeah, covered. We're, we're, we're prepared for that. Um, and uh, Red Dread has already um, 
thought of some various things that we can do to protect the place, um, guard it. Um, you said the interior is um, safe and hospitable for those who are not journeying forward. So um, we may have a long-term deployment kind of situation <laughs> uh, within um, and see if we can integrate uh, arrow agents um, inside that world, at least for short-term deployments, because I imagine that it will be a rough place to stay for an extended period of time. Yeah, they were very nice, but almost like automatons. Like, they have a set society and a way things work. And I feel like moving someone in there who isn't part of that society long-term might be throwing a wrench in the cogs. Right. Um, so if nothing else, we may have, you know, send folks in with supplies, let them stay for a while and do rotations or something like that. But we will, we will, well, I guess, reach out to maybe the local Adamantine Arrow. Um, and the hierarch kind of looks probably very pointedly at Songbird and says, you know, this is a weaker position than I would prefer us to be in, but if this stronger is, moral position, which morals. <laughs> well, it hits a silver la- because silver ladder is all about they mm-hmm. like at least on the surface. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I know exactly yeah, what I'm saying. Literally <laughs> rubbing his nose in it. <laughs> yeah, and, and like the, the look, and you, like you can see Hadromiel because you know everybody's looking. For, and Hadromiel's got this half uh, <laughs> <laughs> little grin of ooh ooh ooh, um, and like a little nod, um, and the hierarch sits. That's true. We we should be setting a, a good example for our brethren um, and the whole, you know, mage society as a whole should be one united front. Yeah. Um, very well. Um, good. Now that I've got us in a stronger defensive position around this magical uh, treasury and a higher moral ground single-handedly uh when's all this vampire shit going down <laughs> like well, hang on there's a yeah. couple yeah, more i know things to look at first um, right. well and because more dramatically because i because songbird is trying to go for the like quick sun pivot uh, what is weird uh or craig wanting to bring up um that this is a rookery discovery Mm-hmm. That the rookery should be yeah. able to draw on this resource. That might be for the dramatic sense. That might be one of the things that as they start, as you guys know, as working, it develops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and th- yeah, they know, like, especially considering how adamant you guys are, like they're, they know they're not going to be. Yeah, we're not just like out. washing our hands of this. Yeah. yeah you're not going to be. A- uh, but yeah, the, all, all six counselors kind of recoil when you bring up, the vampires, uh, and songbird. When we're getting into the vampires, uh, Titus and um, Network don't know about the vampires. If I remember correctly, they do now. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I definitely would have talked to him about it. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, that's true. Because if nothing else, you were gone for briefing a them night. on threats and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so all six of them kind of recoil back a little bit. You know, make, make some faces because 
No, no, that's true. They do because uh, you all were told about the mm-hmm. attempt on the uh, the preference, and so the six of them you know, kind of look at Titus and Jimmy t- uh, Network, who are you know kind of like, uh, they're cool. It's fine. Yeah. You it's decided awesome. to put the rookery on the front line of this. They are members of the rookery. Very well. Um, yeah, the the floor is yours, Songbird. What um, what about the vampire? scenario just looking for what your timeline is of when we may be repercussed um we have well and i i think moonkeeper is the one who kind of pipes up and says um we our divinations um suggest that there may be a time soon uh, that will have the biggest effect and the most destabilizing effect on the prince's hold, uh, or rather not the prince's hold, but the um, the hierarchy of vampires. And um, I have yet to exactly nail that down because casting a divination that says, how's March 31st, uh, d- isn't exactly the best. Uh, well, actually, hang on, April 30th. We're in April now, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are we are working on that. Um, we will let you know when we plan to strike. Can I ask a question just to inform my context for all of this? Go ahead. Is there some reason why we're seeking to disrupt the relative balance? <laughs> because, uh, oh, actually, because <laughs> it's a. I think it was that they were I mean, uh, we, falling we, in we, line. We, I mean, we know. Because it's a pain in the ass cold war going on right now. Sure, I understand but that. This prince has an attitude. This is this is very likely to escalate into a hot war. That's why Weird's asking right. for the context. Um, trying to, because you guys have been told that yeah, uh, actually, you all have not been told officially because mm-hmm. Hadramiel mentioned to Songbird while they were discussing supernal beings um, that yeah, there's a untenable cold war that is not getting better and basically the vampires aren't bending the knee uh, I mean, we can figure that out just based off the silver laws and stuff no I, and true. i understand that but i mean i'm yeah i'm gonna okay, it's yeah, not yeah. revealing that we have inside right. information by asking this question right uh but yeah the hierarch um actually yeah uh role present um hmm Manipulation, manipulation. manipulation plus uh, persuasion. <laughs> Monagos is my favorite path in mage. <laughs> three successes. I threw willpower at it. Okay. Uh, yeah, nine dice, three successes. Weird is just ridiculous. I mean, that's about statistical. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, right. One third. Yeah. Uh, two, so, two on 11 is not. Yeah. Um, but uh, the hierarchy kind of okay. Well, since you are the ones likely to be on the front line, um, uh, the prince is averse to negotiations and discussion on where they feed, what influence they have over sleeper society, um, and basically has a death grip on the upper class of New York. Uh, Which is a problem for you. So, yeah. 
And now I had him thinking, which the Silver Ladder would not like. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which the hierarchy basically, you know, states as it is a problem for the Concilia's, you know, um, growth and uh, <laughs> stability within mm-hmm. New York. Um, can I just get a read on the faces of the other counselors as he says all that yeah you can roll uh, wits plus uh, empathy or yeah wits three successes okay with more willpower yep Um, and so uh, yeah for the most part um Let's see here. Like I'm, I'm looking for. I'm, I'm figuring anybody on the the arrows is just looking for a fight. Not necessarily, right? But looking to test themselves against an enemy, they don't like cold wars. They'd much rather have an open fight than sneaking around. Uh, that's what, like, that's what, what I'm stereotype expecting. weird. Well, yeah, sure, and and you don't do the same thing to the guardians. Yeah, um, but uh, I'm looking but no, for deviations um, from expectations. No, right. No, the um, the adamantine arrow members. Um, Pip and Moonkeeper, uh, yeah, definitely look like they're agreeing with the hierarch that, mm. yeah, you know, this is this is a problem. Uh, Hadromiel doesn't seem to agree. Um, uh, he's a, seems kind of neutral on the matter. Um, and I'm missing somebody. Shodel. Shodel no, says he's, he's on the council. Do you only have five on the council? Where's uh, the kid? No, Moonkeeper and, Moon oh, okay. and Pip. Because we have... Hang on, we're missing a path. You see the Hierarch and then five counselors. Right, and there's a... Who's the Moros counselor? Uh, Factory. Factory. Yes, thank you. Who is also Whoops. the free, free council. council. Oh my gosh, Whoops. yeah. Okay. yeah cool. forgot, about, forgot about them the whole time. Whoops. Factory has been sitting there. Definitely forgot about her. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad. Uh, yeah. To be fair, I've never spoken to her, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hispanic. What path is Sun in Winter again? Hmm? The Hierophant? What path is Sun in Winter again? Oh, he's uh, he's in Obrinos. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, but yeah, yeah. For, for those who have forgotten Factory, uh, 43-year-old Hispanic uh, uh, woman who, yeah, Free Council is very, like, done up in blacks and golds in like a very Too high bad we fashion. forgot about her for the last discussion huh whoops <laughs> yep um uh, sorry guys uh <laughs> that said i mean yeah she's she's actually probably more on your guys's side and mm-hmm. uh probably yeah uh yeah. give it back to the mayans um uh, I knew that I was missing somebody. I was I was <laughs> like, yeah, there's six people here. Why do I keep doing only five voices? Um, but rolling back. Oh, so yeah. A, uh, yeah. The So there's uh, a three, two split with one neutral. Yeah, because the free. Uh, actually, no, the free council factory is in on this with. Oh, um, yeah. Because yeah, uh, anybody messing with sleepers and humanity free council and isn't into it. Um, so yeah, basically Adromio is against it. He's just kind of neutral and the rest are on board to support the hierarchy, um, and depose the prince. Um, but See, yeah. my concern is that you're like kind of painting a target on us, right? Like they can just show up 
and kill us while we're sleeping? Potentially. Um, but uh, I mean, and if it's literally my job to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. Um, <laughs> there are there are wards and spells that you can uh, cast over yourselves. Um, notably, because uh, he's a he's a <laughs> you know chimes in. You know, again, he's kind of neutral about the affair, but he's like space magic is one of the things that vampires have a hard time dealing with. So a Not ban or you can just death veil us and mm-hmm. uh yeah, there are there are a number of things that you can do to keep your territory safe, um, even if it means uh, a siege um situation. Um the, the rest of the concilium is here to, you know, support and protect you. We're not going to leave you to be surrounded. Um, also, I don't think, well, and it is our intent that, you know, when this goes off, um, that it will cause the maximum amount of infighting. Uh, Hydromiel's got words of truth up, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or not Hydra- was it Hydromiel or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. okay. He's got uh, Pierce Deception. Pierce Deception. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, okay. Words Just, of Truth would be a little more showy. Yeah. So the, the hierarchy is speaking truth right now, then we can assume. Uh, hierarchy hasn't said anything, but oh, okay. he's who a, is, yeah, okay, he's, he's, he's the same. Hydromiel okay. will know if they're lying. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's definitely says that, you know, you know, space magic can, you know, protect you. Uh, yeah, death veiling. Uh, and, you know, the rest of the concilium is not about to leave you abandoned in lower Manhattan, surrounded by vampires. And like I said, Moonkeeper chimes in. It's like, we are planning to strike to cause the most amount of infighting and struggle for control, um, potentially um, having a bunch of these leeches kill themselves. Um, and then we renegotiate with whatever monster ends up on top of the pile. I mean, also, personally, I feel like we're on decent terms with our local vampires. And if they are smart, they will keep their heads down and let everything come out in the wash. If they, The only people who are probably going to be killing each other are going to be the vampires. The upper echelons. Upper echelons and those with political, you know, uh, gain in mind. Aspirations, yes. If you have, you know, local, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, Mooncaper, you know, can do this. If you have local leeches that you like, then, you know, when everything goes loud, you tell them that they should keep their heads down and keep quiet. And if you want to help make them safe, you're welcome to. The, the ones that we want killing themselves are all the ones who are, at the top of the pile, and I'm sure there's going to be some pawns and minions that are lost in the shuffle. Um, yeah. And as far as like I know, we've got no Sparachu. So. Go ahead. Sorry. No, like, as far as I know, we've got no Sparachu. So I don't think they're. Uh, there are definitely. Well, Songbird c- could tell you, but I don't know if he will bring it up. But there are definitely mm-hmm. not Sparachu in the upper echelons. Um, okay, so it's not a vegan of like bloodlines where. No, the Nosferatu uh, are the, the bottom dwellers who don't really get involved in all that nonsense. No, it, it more and in, in Requiem, Vampire Requiem, Chronicles of Darkness. It's more about what covenant you join. Um, mm-hmm. So there are some who just aren't politically motivated. The Order of Dracul, 
absolutely not politically motivated. They want to go do their pseudoscience, mad scientist crap. Um, the Circle of the Coven, uh, the excuse me, Circle of the Crone are also a little less politically motivated, but if they have a chance, they will totally seize it. The big two are the Invictus and the Carthians, and sometimes the Lancea et Sanctum. Um, but that's stuff Atreides doesn't necessarily know. But yeah, yeah they're... I don't know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we want the the top dogs in the uh, vampire hierarchy to pile over each other, fight for dominance, and then, you know, after a bunch of them have been, you know, left out in the sun, um, then we are in a better position to lay hold. And the hope is that whatever we do to remove the prince um, will be showy, flashy, and intimidating enough that they will remember it. Um, and when we come to call to negotiate, they are more humble. And this is coming from a 15-year-old looking kid. That's weird. Do you want to make your point about people getting caught? In the crossfire. That when these leaders and their soldiers work to take each other out, it's very likely sleepers will be caught in the crossfire. Sleepers may, uh, but even nasty, bloody vampire wars, uh, it's very rare that the sleeper population are involved unless they're tied in as ghouls and they're already drinking vampire blood. Mm. Yeah, they don't generally like to let people know they exist. Yeah, there is a whole masquerade. Uh, But, uh, yeah, the ordinary innocent sleepers may get caught up in some... (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi. (laughs) Were you, were you able to hear us? I totally lost everything. Oh, well. Uh, okay. I'm back now. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, the innocent people are probably not going to... They may notice some turmoil. The news may cover gang wars and uh, some corporate takeovers and maybe the loss of this local celebrity or that. Um, and it will be a tumultuous time in New York, but for the average sleeper, they're just going to enjoy reading the tabloids. All right. Any other concerns about removing this prince? Nope. Happy to be informed. Just looking for context, so thank you. Uh, yeah, I'll, like the... <laughs> I imagine the one side of the table, right? Um, <laughs> are all like... Okay, you're like you're digging into stuff that you know is above your head. Hadramiel keeping a stone face, and he's uh, just kind of confused. Um, I'm just just concerned about angry vampires coming for us. Absolutely. But if y'all think this will remain, their power struggle will be the bigger draw. That is that is the concern. Uh, that is the plan. Uh, because yeah, you know we have our own mages, we have our own sleepwalkers and uh, cults of influence that you know we want to keep maintained. Because, you know, of course, the Silver Ladder has several large major um, Cryptopolis. Cryptopolis, thank you. With no Silver Ladder in the Cabal, I feel so left out talking about my Cryptopolis. 
Um, so, um, uh, more meta out of character stuff. Is there anything else that you guys are wanting to discuss? Not publicly. <laughs> right. Um, so, um, the hierarch who has probably gotten a little, a little miffed at you guys, mm-hmm. you know, showing up, delivering this thing, putting your foot down about El Dorado, and then also prodding the council about their actions. Says, uh, unless there's anything else, you are all dismissed. All right. Hi. Very well. And literally, as you guys are walking, uh, Songbird, you get a text from Hadramiel uh, that says, how's that research go? (laughs) Um, But, um, yeah, so you guys make your way uh, out from the church and I guess head back down to lower Manhattan. Um, Any discussion on the way or anything like that? Since you're not taking an Uber, because those are expensive. Oh, you look at how much they cost? No, but some, uh, Chris had mentioned it. It's like, yeah, you just take an Uber. and would be, It's like know, 50 bucks. Or like 100 yeah. bucks for some of the places that you guys have gone. Which, I mean, yeah. he's made of money. He's got resources three. Uh, sure. It's a principle of a thing. I'm sure. still a man of the people. Sure. Um, but yeah, is there any As I sit atop my ivory tower of 4,700 square feet. Right. <laughs> uh... Actually, that that is a, a true point. Uh, do you guys head back to the rookery, back to the puck building? Um, I'm I'm texting Hadramiel back mm-hmm. to let me know when we can talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I say, uh, let me know when the hornets have all gone back in their nest and we can talk. Okay. Uh, yeah, his his response is probably um, I we can talk tonight, um, and then also say uh, at, at, yeah in text. How much does your cabal know? <laughs> yeah, I want to know what you found out. I'm not entirely happy with the hierarch's attitude. Nah, he's kind of a dick, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tied. Hey, look, everyone in chat. Drew made an NPC that's a dick. <laughs> he he has been a dick this entire time. You guys just haven't we realized just haven't met it. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah. So, um, more out of character. Um, are we going to shift this into Songbird? Is going to let in the rest of the cabal know what's going on? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can or did that. you want to clear it with Hadromiel first? I mean. I mean, regardless of what Songbird, you know, what Songbird wants yeah. to do, I'm meta, you know, trying to figure out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you guys make your way probably back to the the rookery, you know, uh, back to the, the yeah. workshop. And, you know, a little while later, you guys are, you know, kind of I, in my head, I imagine you guys are starting to do like regular dinners together uh, because yeah. if nothing else. Titus is pushing for it because Titus, mm-hmm. as you guys discover, it likes to cook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. And, and uh, I just want to turn to Songbird and be like, so we need to know what you know. Yeah. Which, as Titus is working here and he legitimately has a kiss the cook apron, um, you know, Hadramiel raps on the door um, and kind of lets himself in um, and uh, kind of looks and says, okay. So, 
was not. A, I thought you guys were just going to come talk to El Dorado, but apparently you're going to stir up all sorts of trouble. Uh, we're yeah, well, try to network. Well, we're the ones getting thrown on the front lines. Yeah. We're just looking after. No, um, I, I agree. And Kevin, well, you know, basically, if he's already going to be pissed off at us for putting our foot down about El Dorado, I'll give him something to actually be pissed off about. Okay. Um, and kind of looks uh, from Songbird to the Cabal and have you let them know everything or? Uh, we're going to all talk right now. Okay. Um, and looks over at Titus, who's cooking. He goes, one more plate. I'm good. <laughs> um, and then uh, casually mentions, uh, though, um, uh, unless you all need me, I do have to get out tonight in like uh, another half hour. That's fine. Sure. Cool. Alicia's waiting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Titus sits out. Uh, Tylisha. Tylisha. Um, but yeah, sets out plates. Um, and then like, it's like, this sounds like proper mage business. Um, text me if I need to know anything important. And then just before he it. goes, I'm going to throw a quick and dirty on him. <laughs> Oh, don't say it Good like luck. that when he's going to a date. But he's yes. gonna throw a quick and dirty on Alicia. Oh, yeah. hey. there it is. Uh, but yes, this <laughs> is plus fate. Perfect. Uh, so yep. he books it out with a little bit extra luck. Uh, oh, pep in his step. Yep. Um, and so yeah, Hadromiel, you know, kind of pulls up, sits, um, you know, normal kind of, you know, dinner that a you know twenty-two year old would make, you know, grilled chicken and simple veggies and stuff like that, but sure. Um, pasta. Pasta is mm, easy. Yep. Um, and so, yeah. <sighs> so like over on like one of my workshop benches or whatever, I'll like pull out a notebook where I've been writing down. <laughs> Which I, in my head, I imagine and... there are a couple blood stains on some of those pages. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and I'll kind of just like flop it down in the middle of the table. This is everything that my literal blood, sweat and tears have gotten out of gotten out of research hedromio kind of looks from you guys to the notebook and back and says i'm sorry what um you want to explain that yeah we have we're just definitely as, not uh, smiling as he says that as moonkeeper said a local leech that we're friends with apparently okay uh and i made a bargain with him so he think, knows nothing about the no okay and like immediately like relaxes a little bit yeah um well everything under the guise of needing to know more about what was going on to make sure that we were aware. prepared to defend our territory right okay uh what was weird saying um no, that's fine. I was just uh, glaring at Hadromiel when he's asking that. Uh, and like Hadromiel, when like is concerned, looking at you know Songbird. Yeah. Uh, weird. But- <laughs> I think yeah, Songbird would definitely pick this up on weird. It's like weird. You can relax. Like Hadromiel and I talked about this. I don't. He doesn't know what you did. No. But you did it for him. I did it for a number of reasons. Banner warden, door, <laughs> door warden. Uh, but uh, Hadromio kind of picks up the notebook and starts flipping through. Um, 
and looking over and to catch you guys up and because he kind of yep. reads stuff uh aloud like notes and connections of some of the elites and the clan leaders and yep uh so to kind of break it down the short way because as i pull this stuff over in conca so it is there so you guys can kind of refresh yourselves uh but yeah the major movers and shakers uh you obviously have the prince lucian williamson who basically runs the invictus um he has several barons that basically report to him and control sections of New York the way uh, a mob boss might divvy up territories. Um, under him, he has Ashton Sweet, who is his actual child with a with an E, you know, his vampire progeny, sure. uh, who's his kind of ruthless right-hand enforcer. Um, you have David Turner, um, who is um, a man in black mechette, reads people's thoughts and emotions and learns secrets. Um, Evangelina Ross, who um, actually, especially because now I'm remembering that factory exists, is like the anti-factory. Um, she's this corporate queen, Deva. She's Hispanic and she's old school Spanish. Um, the one thing that like... Uh, Tassos may mention is that like he's not 100% that she might not literally be like Spanish royalty or had been mm. um, and she she acts acts it appropriately um, and then Oscar Klimt who is um, an actual mob boss uh, gangrel and actually weird you know Oscar Klimt not personally but you know of his name within the local labyrinths uh he is somebody that the the labyrinth that jimmy was in has had problems with oscar klimp's mob um, oh his his mob front labyrinth yeah mm-hmm. uh, so yeah so that is that is a familiar name to okay. weird probably may not necessarily know a bunch about him but you go oh i do know that name um and that's all the invictus um and uh, the one thing tassos does mention is that obviously if the prince is killed ashton sweet is you know his obvious successor but he's not 100 percent sure that the other barons would turn and put him down um and fight themselves uh but then you also have father victor who is the bishop of uh, New York. He runs the the Church of Night, the, you know, spooky vampire cult that Religious. is. And it is like the this anti-Catholicism thing. And yeah. Uh, I was hoping he was an actual bishop. I'm gonna no. Um, he, he, he used to be um, um, and still does stuff within uh, the Catholic Church as a, um, you know, basically he works as a priest and overnight and stuff like that. And he has a very creepy, like, tell me your sins confessor priest. And he's not a pleasant person. Um, actually, I think he would even go so far. Uh, Tassos would go so far as to tell you that, oh, yeah, these guys are messed up because they guard the church from persecution, uh, but will also turn around and tempt people in the church to cause them to sin and commit crimes and then we'll kill them for doing so. And then usually embrace them 
And oh, and don't forget, they will also push people like, oh, we're not really involved with the church. Oh, all of a sudden vampires are now haunting you. Oh, let's go back to the church. <laughs> they are absolutely fucked up. Manipulative um, jerks. They're don't like that at all. Not a fan. Um, and while the Lancia at Sanctum, the judges, um, so I don't keep having to mangle Latin, um, <laughs> do not crave political power. They have plenty. Um, they're tied to the Invictus, and Father Victor is very, very close with the prince. Um, how close exactly and what kind of uh, relationship they have, Tassos doesn't know, but the two of them seem to move in lockstep, which is kind of standard for the judges and the Invictus. Um, there's Shiko Ono, who is basically uh, the leader of the Carthian movement, which is probably the biggest covenant. And it's full of young vampires who say, you know, screw the rule of the old guys. Um, they're revolutionaries and um, firebrands. And, eat, eat the rich. Uh, Are these your anarchs? <laughs> uh, they're kind of anarchs. Um, they, they're very, yeah, actually the in Masquerade, they're very close to the anarchs. Uh, the difference is they have even, um, they're almost free council-ish in the fact that they want democratic rule rather than rule from a big hierarchy. Um, but, um, and they get heavily involved in um, human stuff because not because they believe in any particular thing, but because that's where you can find young, dumb, uh, you know, manipulatable uh, teens um, yep. and college students and stuff like that. Find and yet the leader, Chico Ono, bunch is, of bro vampires. Yeah. <laughs> and Chico Ono yeah. is a uh, is a nineteen year old, uh, you know, Asian sweet, you know, Deva. Um, and so, yeah, she's super manipulative and collects. She probably she herself has a huge horde of human lackeys and ghouls. Uh, and Tassos was like, yeah, it's like not 100 percent sure that she doesn't have like 50 plus ghouls to herself. Uh, so, yeah, she is. That's a lot of Vitae. She is. Yeah, she is prodigious with spreading that stuff around. Uh, and then less of a big issue politically, but a notable power themselves are the Circle of the Crone, crazy blood witches, probably ashes type of people, but probably not anybody <laughs> reels. Um, they're like, let, let's go have crazy Bacchanals and just go wild and might makes right and um, very pagan, you know, kind of draws blood sorcery and stuff like that. But um, yeah, there's definitely an issue with when they're in power. And Tassus is like, if things are thrown off, I don't know that the Circle of Crone will actually make a move to take political like control. Because that's not quite their thing. But they're going to go out and they're going to start settling some grudges. Like, old school <laughs> biblically. Um, and it will be messy. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's Skylar. I think I like them. Uh, yeah, uh, Skylar, um, who is uh, the leader and the kind of mama matriarch of them, and but the face of them is her child, uh, Tara O'Hara, um, who's a Irish. Well, she is Irish, um, but I don't know how real her name is. Um, but they're both Nasratu, and while Skylar is not okay to be seen in public, she has this kind of drooping clay ugly kind of classic Nosferatu face. Tara O'Hara can at least 
pass in public. Her big Nosferatu thing is the fact that her voice sounds like it's coming several feet from behind her. Um, and so she's disturbing to talk with. Dope. And that's the thing that really throws people. Um, but, you know, especially this day and age with remote stuff and, uh, yeah. you know, things on the Internet, it's much easier for them to do their work. Um, so, yeah, that's so bad audio quality. It happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what several gallons of my blood earned us. Uh, and reaches over past your shoulder and says, fabulous research in a very short amount of time. I appreciate the sacrifice that went into to doing yeah. this. Don't wave any sort of sharp things around me, okay? <laughs> that, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, so, cursory glance. Um, well, I'm almost tempted to ask to meet with whoever you got this information from. But that I, might not go well. No, no, I don't really want to. That would maybe raise suspicions. Also true. I also don't want to, like, reveal him, I guess, to other people. That seems yeah, like a betrayal of the sort of tenuous trust you've got going on. Okay. Uh, well... Regardless, that means I just continue to use you all, I guess, as my agents. Um, and uh, um, right. Um, so we have the big players, the Invictus, probably, but this Shiko Ono might also make a play in the Carthians. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. Well, knowing their names, or at least pseudonyms, um, yep. I might be able to get a little bit more information and see who's involved where within the Cryptopolis or causing problems within the Cryptopolis. I think I know Evangelina Ross, um, not her by that name, but I've met Ashton before. Oh, okay. In a previous life. Really? Okay. Um, I mean, He's a brute. He likes fighting sports. Ah. Okay. Um, Did you get any information on how loyal the Invictus are? Like, if we take out their prince, are they going to be out for revenge? Or are they going to be up for a power grab? Because from what thing. we have here, it seems like Ashton might want to go on the warpath. That's the thing, is that Moonkeeper made it sound like whatever the plan is, is that it's going to make the vampires fight themselves. So how do, how does an assassination an assassination that was clearly done by that? mages? Sorry, you guys doubled up. What was Songer? Oh. Did you say? Because I, I caught what you were able to say, but basically, ask the same question. Okay how how does an assassination directly done by mages cause vampire infighting so assuredly and not just vampire retribution um hadromio says uh to be blunt i'm not involved with the divinations um i mean i know he wasn't lying when he said that you know the time to strike will cause the most infighting 
but if there's only, I mean, that could be a very minimal amount of infighting, just that's the most, which is one of my concerns. Um, I know. Okay. Um, as I told Songbird, and I guess I'm extending my trust to uh, you, all four of you, um, none of this leaves this sanctum. Um, I know that the Hierarch is very against the Prince. The Prince refuses to deal, refuses to meet. Um, He insists that everything be done through his barons and to make individual deals with territorial control um, and basically is forcing mages to deal with underlings, which is that's a, what he's pissed about. Well, um, and Hadromiel says you, is he 12? Well, <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of it. I mean, you do have to understand like this has been an ongoing thing from before um, Sun and Winter's predecessor. Given the we way been, he's treated us, I can understand why the prince may not want to deal with him directly. Right. And there, there's a thing to be said about Silver Ladder beliefs. Um, you know, mages are you know the leaders of humanity. Um, and when we are trying to shepherd and guide them to a new future um, and you have vampires disrupting um, you know uh, the upper echelons of society where we are working hard to and I know this is going to sound like grandstanding but we are trying to make New York a better place for all humanity and you have vampires who are feeding vices who are Focusing, you know, and granting gifts of temporal power and, you know, feeding greeds and lusts, um, it becomes hard to, you know, focus uh, the uh, sleeper society on, you know, the things of higher power. Um, And yes, it is irritating because things like preying on mages that was you know a discussion and an agreement made 80 years ago before any of us were here made with prince uh prince lucian by the previous hierarchs and but beyond that we've had no opportunity to discuss we've had no control and they operate completely as they will, and and kind of looks to Atratus, especially and says, I understand that there are some good vampires. I understand there are some who are not rampaging monsters. Sure. Ava. I think that's yeah. the, I mean, the ticking point. Um, but, you know, there and, and there may be others, and I know that there are some who cling and hold on to their humanity. I was introduced to one who still cares for his family and they think he works uh, a strenuous day job and he comes home in the evenings to see them. Um, but, you know, is trying to live a normal life as a vampire. Um, and I find that slightly endearing, if a little horrifying. 
but I'm not going to judge him for that. Um, but these ones in power have forgone that, you know. I mean, rich assholes. Rich assholes. I mean, uh, the circle of the crone kind of tapping. Uh, besides my personal beliefs about their sorcery and sure. stuff like that are literally all about occult knowledge and taking what they want and sacrificing others for it. You know, the Order Dracul, which I know you... At, at, well, actually, Tenuous ties at best. Right. Uh, actually, I think the... I think the thing he realizes is because that's the only one not mentioned on the list yeah. because Tassos didn't really give you much information. He just said, oh, yeah, we don't care about politics. And that was it. Um, but, you know, the Order of Dracul, they're not interested in things politically, but they experiment with all sorts of, you know, terrible experiments upon themselves, upon other vampires uh, and upon other uh, members of the supernatural motion. Push into Songbird. Yes. This isn't an attempt to to minimize what these vampires represent, but the description you just gave for the hierarchy of the vampires, it doesn't take a lot of stretching for that definition to cover the concilium. Especially our concilium. I agree. But, or like any humans. And I agree. Except... Humans are not literally monsters sucking the blood out of innocence. And I I understand. I gotta agree with the man there. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. And like I said, th- there are some, and it is my hope, and it is one of the reasons why I have been on board with this so far, is all these divinations that point to minimal sleeper casualties. The only people killing themselves should be the vampires with, political ties, you know, the ones who are trying to just get by in their new unlife. It's Moonkeeper doing all those divinations? Uh, Moonkeeper and uh, there are are some other Silver Ladder um, and uh, Adamantine Arrow uh, mages. Because it wouldn't necessarily just be a Canthus, but yes. So Moonkeeper's... And they're not lying. But yeah, there's ways to lie without lying. <laughs> Where did you get ten gallons of blood for that ritual? Health regen from inside my body. <laughs> Turned into an anime character for a while, <laughs> or from Kill Bill. Yeah, the human body is uh, forty gallons of highly pressurized blood beneath two centimeters of skin. If you believe animate, that's not real. Please don't try that at home. <laughs> no. Craig, <laughs> did, did you say you're uh, casting a spell? Um, yeah, after the meeting with the drama, I'll just okay. cute it Okay, that's, that's fine. fine. Um, um, I, mean, I do have um, a different topic. Um, okay. We had a visitor yesterday. Okay. Uh, from our not so not so much friends upstairs. Oh, Sears. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know how much you know about their organizations or anything, but enough. Do you, Do you know any 
one by the name of Abaddon. Uh, I figured you'd appreciate the theme, at least. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, um, the name and connotations that go with it makes me absolutely sickened. But um, right. no actual mage by that shadow name. Um, my knowledge of individual seers is fairly limited um, these days. There's a couple I struggle with, um, you know, within New York, but none that go sure. by that name. Yes. Apparently there is a bound at our next research site. Oh, with your grimoires. Yes. Abyssal intrusions all around the area as well. And he said that our works and research should coincide enough to work together to keep the bound. Well, bound. Bound. Um, it seems plausible. Yeah, that's kind of where it struck me too. Also, he did tell us that the Panopticon is after Arbor So. And. We would have to deal with that. He would rather see it in our hands than theirs. Interesting. That's a rather direct statement for a seer. Yeah. He, he was, was very a, direct. Yeah, fairly direct I mean, man. He's yeah. from the Ministry of War. Praetorians. Yeah. Praetorians. Ah, yes. Okay, that explains some things. Um, I mean, think Red Dread dialed to 14. Right. Um, or <laughs> higher. Well, he, he was going to say, or any arrow. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I mean, that, yeah, the straightforwardness and direct conflict. And the the one thing I would mention, if, if they are Praetorian, is, I mean, they enjoy inciting conflict and they use conflict and violence to oppress and control. And yep. um, uh, he, he may be setting you up intentionally for a conflict with the Panopticon then. If he knows yeah. that I mean, they've already come into conflict with the Panopticon, so. But I mean, a further one that, you know, depletes yeah. membership. Either sure. for yourselves or for them. For them. You know, he won't bat an eye if well, you all lose. A couple more ticks on the board. I mean, that would be the you know the appreciation, but um, <laughs> yeah, if he's not local, I would imagine he doesn't have something out for you specifically, unless of course right. the locals have brought him in as some kind of hitman. Right. He seemed to indicate that he was on the outs. Uh, he had sent he had sent agents there supposedly, and lost all contact with them. And failure is, generally speaking, a um, not a good thing. It's a you know capital punishment type crime, uh, right? So either fix it yourself or deal with the consequences. Um, so um, he was looking for help. Uh, to tread carefully. I yeah. mean, they when they are following the rules, um, they are, you know, useful allies. But 
um, when the rules no longer apply to them, then they can be a problem. Yeah, I did mention it to Oceans. She said we could put him under oath, but that doesn't apply to anyone else he might tell. Uh, have you spoken with Factory or any of the other Free Council? They're the ones who keep no. a very close eye on... Yeah, she said that they might they might know him. So, I haven't gotten around to calling them yet. Okay. Yeah, um, I know Factory has a particular vendetta against at least the local Sears. Uh, so. Is there... <laughs> A different sort of friend we could ask for help? What do you mean? Another free council member? A supernal? Um, when it comes to asking supernal beings about seers, one tends to get a particular type of supernal being. Right. Um, and Which is why I asked you if you had any specific ones. More specific ideas. And he like taps and pats his his blackberry and goes, um, not off the top of my head, um, but I can look. There are some. Well, I guess if you're asking questions about a Praetorian, you find a supernal being that is tied to another exarch. Um, who might be willing to give up some good gossip. You might try that. I'll I'll look and see. I do not have. Um, I mean, whenever I summon a supernal being and get somebody who's tied to the exorcs, I tend to just right. send them away. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeet, as the kids say. Um, hey, the songbirds also the say. The songbirds also say very well. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, uh, and kind of looks over at network and says, I mean, if you're talking about people who know things and no connections and no ties, um, and, and network is like, eh, eh. Um, I mean, I will. We're still working on that. Right, I will if if, if I need to be, but um, yeah, um, uh, demons are kind of terrifying. I saw a good number of them, and I'm not in a big rush to see more. But I mean, if if need be. I'm I'm here for the cabal, but um, yeah, yeah, I, I could do it. And I mean, I know it would be harder with all of us, but I mean, if we're all present, um, I think I could counterbalance a lot of the penalties you'd have. I mean, down to try, but uh, yeah, Hadromio kind of pulls his phone out, puts it puts it back in his pocket, and. I'll look to see if I have anything. Like I said, for the most part, I don't keep record of sure. those. But um, and I mean, and I know it's a lot to ask, but it is your my thing. area of expertise. Right. So, um, yeah, you may also check the Athenaeum because uh, they have a pretty good library that they let me borrow on occasion, um, and I know they have. Uh, not an extensive list. They more study cryptid type things. Sure. But they may have some knowledge of such things. And I know they have at least a few seer tomes that they've um, 
collected right which like there is a legit in the athenaeum there's a little trophy do not touch well, a little trophy rack of like we stole this shit uh <laughs> kind of thing yeah there's definitely a little you know do not touch on some of them but um yeah you may check there um but whatever comes through um the trial is probably going to be very unpleasant for you and they still may be um maliciously compliant compliant and will likely carry back information also I mean, yeah i don't super want to summon an exarch supernal being i mean don't necessarily have a choice right? i mean i can call the free council as far as it being oh I mean, sure yeah i i meant you don't have a choice of what it is yeah if you summon something yeah i don't mm, i don't know that i want to be there for that <laughs> um so yeah and yeah, I, I would um, I would exhaust all other things before that. Um, and to be honest, um, Lower Manhattan is your territory, and I know there are Chancellor Sears um, yeah. in the area. Oh, we know. Neither, neither Panopticon, neither Praetorian. Um, so, and they love making a deal. So, oh boy, yeah. So if um, you know, again, you have the you run the risk of them being friendly with Panopticon or Praetorian and giving giving up information, but nail down somebody who's looking to make a make a rise in society or something like that. That's a, that's a potential offer. Um, as Hadromio is like pushing food around his plate, clearly having lost his appetite. Um, yeah. But um, sorry, uh, I mean, yeah, he's eaten most of it. Um, and his he could stand to lose some weight. Um, uh, uh-huh. he's got pudge, he's a little bit pudgy. Uh, but um, wow, and kind of looks I've had some fucking conversations today, folks. Have yep. um, <laughs> it has been a while since I've been so involved in a cabal. Do you not have one? Uh, no. Um, I'm I'm a solitaire. Most of the counselors are. Um, it's hard to be a counselor and uh, maintain good relations with a with a proper cabal and you know be involved with things. The hierarch would love for the counselors to all join together in a cabal and make. Oh, uh, I'm sure he would make some O's about bettering the concilium and bettering New York. Um, but uh, myself, he's a and a factory or not into it um resistant yeah um yeah they're um and i have i have a problem with hydromiel is, is pretty straightforward i i could see myself you you're still here uh yeah yeah all I, right i would Fucking not weird connection all night be opposed to taking the hierarch seat i don't know if it's the appropriate thing for me to do um, it is not something I currently have designs for. Um, How does one even go about that? Um, kind of vote? election no. by the concilium, um, though it's heavily. I was picturing a dual arcane with most stakes. I mean, it could be done that way, um, but no. Generally speaking, the concilium, you know, is going to kind of put in power whoever 
uh, sure. they they see appropriate, and it tends to fall along party lines. Um, uh, free council, you know, has their own um, convocation, but uh, yeah. Yeah, because like we did just get here, but I don't like him very much. I would vote for someone else. <laughs> yeah, uh, problem is hierarchs tend to be kind of you know president for life kind of situations, unless there's a reason for one to be deposed. Um, and like starting a fucking hot war with the vampires for no reason. <laughs> Potentially, yes, um, but that's if it all ends in disaster, and after that, you know, you have to bring evidence against him and, you know, oust him. And that's, um, well, less likely to be bloody like a vampire uh, war. Um, you know, many a concilium have, you know, shattered uh, in situ- uh, situations like that. So uh, it's one of those things of, you know, better the devil that you know than the one you don't. But, um Right. Politics. Politics. Um, I, when I joined the Silver Ladder, I didn't quite think I was going to be um, as involved in that. I was just looking to raise up humanity, raise up the sleepers, and establish a. Yeah, new, same. New, but um, yeah, um, I got off track somewhere. Um, regardless, um, well. Uh, Thank you for dinner. Thank you for inviting me to your table. Tell Titus that I appreciated it and that I hope his date went well. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see if he survives. <laughs> I, she survives. Werewolf. She's a werewolf. She's yeah. a werewolf. That is an adventurous boy. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to pour some wine and ask for exquisite details. <laughs> Explicit. Um, all right. Um, well, uh, I want to apologize for putting this all on you um, when when your when your cabal was founded. You know, you were supposed to go off and find grimoires and bring back knowledge. And I mean, we have done that, and you have. But um, you know, at least originally, it was designed that you would. Ha- do that, bring things back, and not have to be involved in politics. Um, there's a reason there's no Silver Ladder member. You were supposed to just be a resource for the hierarch and the council. Um, and I was okay with that, and I thought that it would be useful. And um, perhaps putting you in Lower Manhattan was probably not, you know. But we thought part of the Athenaeum, and yeah, so it's... it's I mean, I live here. True. Um I mean, I don't mind being here. We've got to meet a lot of interesting people. Um, sure. And unpeople, but... Some of which are actually people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just didn't think of the fact that, you know, being in lower Manhattan would put you in such a uh, tumultuous place. Um, don't like being next door to the Sears. But, you know. Well, yeah. Um, my concern vis-a-vis politics... And danger is not so much. I mean, I'm a fucking arrow. I don't give a shit about Sears. I will fight them. Absolutely. But I don't know how much more I can disagree with the status quo 
and not face repercussions from within my order. And that may be a, a thing that you have to consider how much you tow the line or uh, join me, not literally, but as being a, you know, party line face and working behind your hierarchs back in secret. Um, and I know I'm not the only, and I know I'm not the first, but, you know, um, I know Red Dread has a pretty strong claim over that Amantine Arrow, and, um, you know, perhaps you kind of expand that a little bit, um, or rather find others who might not necessarily agree with his, uh, his mm-hmm. workings, um, you know, and if nothing else, um, kind of motions that network and says recruiting, um, you know, and, and bringing in, uh, new voices. Sure. <laughs> um, but again, my apologies, my appreciation for the meal. Um, and I will see myself out. And, um, yeah, I, uh, after you all left, I made it clear that I wanted Songbird to be part of the uh, forces force meeting with the prince. Um, there was some complaints, but I pointed out that if nothing else, that the rookery needs a representative there so that they're aware of the exact situation as it goes. At down. least we're not getting attacked for no reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so true. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, as far as I know, um, it's looking like it's going to be all Adamantine Arrow right now. Uh, yourself, okay. Pip, Red Dread, and um, potentially Moonkeeper. Um, I, I know Red Dread wanted to do the deed himself um, because it's in his territory. So, um, but yeah. Um, so the hierarch is breaking that news to Red Dread tonight. So you, I don't know. Does he text? You might get a text. Might be in the morning. Uh, it's usually more of a call. So, um, yeah, and kind of stands up and, uh, Oh God, is he going to make me go shoot guns again? <laughs> uh, stands up and kind of chooses himself and makes his way out. Uh, Craig as our last little, Hey, one more real quick thing. You had a spell that you said you had queued yep. up. Um, I want to scry nine Jesus. successes. Sure. Um, so what are you scrying on? You have uh, got to learn to share. I'm scrying <laughs> on my Lunargent Rose. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, uh, you probably should have bumped the potency up a little bit, but that's fine. Uh, uh, I can use a mirror and another um, Yantra. To- I mean, he got oh, nine yeah. successes. I'm, I'm really I think we're yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lunagen Rose is sitting in a little vase in a apartment. Anyone around it? Uh, at this time of night? Well, yeah, actually, probably. Yeah, uh, Stephen and um, Wallace are you know hanging out on a couch. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna how close on the couch? <laughs> like beside, but not touching. All right, um, I'm going to uh, grab the rose with a co-locate. Stealing it? I. It's mine. I put it there anyway. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Four successes. Co-locate. So make sure I, Yep, and I make sure I tip over. 
the virus, <laughs> so they see it leaving. Um. Okay. Now, Act of hubris, yeah. bro. Uh, huh? uh, These are not sleepwalkers. They are not sleepwalkers. Uh, let's see here. I believe it's going to be... <laughs> Perry says it's Valentine's, damn it. Give us some shipping. I mean, the fact that they are sitting I ship it. close to each... I, I, I will, ship it. I, I will go ahead and say this. They are sharing a blanket. Oh. Cross the lap. Yep. Uh, I will give you that much. Go away. Um... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so that's going to be um, three dice, active hubris. Um, do your virtues, vices, or obsessions fall in on this? Uh, no. Okay, so yeah, well, three dice. Hmm. Maybe an obsession. Hang on, let me check it. That's not a good thing. <laughs> no, it, well, yeah, no, I don't think so. All right, so... Yeah. <laughs> 3d10. 3d10? Mm-hmm. There's that eight. Uh, so take a beat for prompting a active hubris. Sure. Uh, yeah, you succeed and uh, do not lose wisdom. Okay. Oh, excuse me. It's an arcane beat. I apologize. Okay. And then we roll breaking points. Because that was flat out magical. Are successes good or bad? Good. Oh, okay. So close, Stephen. Oh wow, to an exceptional, yeah. Uh, and then bonus. could have been it. Oh, no successes. Rip. What did you do to Christopher? Uh, now, for the most part, it's not going to be like he's going to go mad or anything like that. He's just going to have a real bad day. I'm going to dig this up real quick. We're going to. We're going to run a little bit long tonight, just for a couple minutes here. <laughs> tabletop. Where's my tabletop stuff? There it is. Uh, breaking points. Wait, nope. Hang on. Got to find the right place with the right breaking points. Uh-oh. File is damaged and being... Okay, there it goes. Oh, no. Not the, not the God Machine Chronicle. I need the rules update. And, Sorry, guys. And not that I'm trying to mitigate this all. My intention was just to draw their attention to the fact that it was gone, not that they see it leave or anything like that. Oh, sure. Yeah. But it was there. But, yeah, and yeah. It was there. No, now it's not. Yeah. And the vase is tipped over. Virtue's vice. It's, it's not like I waved it around in front of them before it winked out or anything. <laughs> it's still a disappearing rose. The fuck yeah, yeah. Up. <laughs> they still watched their thing disappear. Yeah. To be fair, Steven was one dice away from trying to awakening. maybe happen. Trying to provoke it. Potentially, yes. Uh, let's see here. Experience. Um, Oh my gosh, where's the... They, they have all sorts of examples about it. Uh, breaking point. Integrity, there we go. Breaking point. Just want to tell weird what, what she's done. What's that? Yep. Determining a breaking point. When they roll... <laughs> Just got to tell you what you've done before we leave for the night. Yep. <laughs> Let's see here. System, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, witnessing a supernatural occurrence. Oh, I should have uh, reduced their die pools just a little bit, but that's fine. Okay, success. Comes through the breaking point intact. Might feel guilty or upset about what happened, but they can cope. Uh, they're either guilty, shaken, or spooked. Okay, so yeah, you've kind of nudged them into gaining some uh, some additional XP from having the spooked condition. Um, oh, wait, excuse me. That's what happens to Steven. Wallace, um, shaken, possibly questions sense of self, ability to relate to people, or his sanity. Lose a dot of integrity. 
and choose Oops. one of the following conditions. Guilty, shaken, or spooked. So yes, Wallace has lost a little bit of integrity uh, as his, uh, you know, as he's confronted by that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Whoops. Whoops. It's all right. Hey, it's not like he did it to a crowd of like 80 people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were probably a lot of breaking points that night. There probably was. Yeah, but then you erased it, right? No, he just, just breaking points. No, yeah, yeah. no, he, he that's just not like he has to take it over. Yeah, uh, it just in case rug. you're wondering, three experience to recover one integrity. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but Barry, God damn it! <laughs> Pretty sure they're questioning more than their sanity. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. So yes, Gosh. with that. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, as as Stephen and Wallace sit on the couch sharing a blanket, watching some Netflix and whatever other stuff. Um, and Titus and Alicia are off on a date. Uh, they're getting steak. If you had to ask why, you're not paying attention. Um, but uh, yes, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you if you're watching live on Twitch. Thank you for spending your Friday nights with us. I, I appreciate it. Um, and YouTube guys, hey, Thanks for watching whenever you're watching. I hope if you're watching during yeah. work that we've alleviated some of the doldrum of work. Um, hopefully you were not too distracted. Um, but as always, uh, you can uh, join us on Patreon, uh, support us monetarily, follow our kind of odd little stuff there. I have some ideas of what I might be doing. We might be working with, well, I might be working with patrons to come up with uh, Network's character sheet. Um, I'm going to try and figure out a way to do that. I'm going to see if there's a poll system where I can ask some questions. Live stream? Uh, I think I might just do it on polls. That way people yeah. don't have to That's show fair. up at a, a certain time. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so we might be doing that with a bunch of polls and you can just kind of visit and that's how we're going to create his character sheet. I think that would be kind of fun and asynchronous. Yep. Um, then of course you can join us on Discord to chat about what you just saw, uh, whether live or on YouTube or listening on the podcast. Hi podcast guys. Um, and uh, that is eatinto.space if you just want to throw that into your, your URL. There's links below in every place you watch this. Except, I guess Twitch. Um, and then uh, yeah, Hunter the Vigil, go check it out. I gushed about it last episode. You already heard this. Hopefully um, there's no new information <laughs> between this, this episode and the last one. Um, yeah. Until next time, folks. Stay lucky. <laughs>